You've heard me talk about Tacovas, the company carrying on all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots. Well, longtime listener Jeremy emailed me to say, Zabe, I was on a work trip to Austin, knew about Tacovas from the podcast, stopped into the store. Next thing you know, I've got a damn good pair of boots and I'm looking sharp with a nice buzz to boot. Giddy up. Tacovas believes in Western for all. And you can feel that when you stop in one of their stores and get custom fitted for a new pair of boots. If you can't make it into the store, Tacovas delivers the most premium quality and the most comfortable Western goods right to your door. Visit Tacovas.com. That's T E C O V A S.com and point your toes west. And as a special opportunity for our listeners, Tacovas has said they will throw in one of their best-selling trucker hats or ball caps for free into any minimum purchase of $100 at Tacovas.com. Just use promo code ZABE, that's promo code Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo, at checkout. It's a $30 value, and they sell out fast. Only at Tacovas.com. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Watching any sport is a hell of a lot more exciting when you got a little something-something riding on the game. But what happens when the season is over? At my bookie, there is no off-season. NFL, NBA, Major League Baseball, NHL, boxing, heck, table tennis, MMA, and more. If they got it, you can bet it. If the games are being played, the line is on the board at my bookie. Just remember, where you bet, though, is every bit as important, if not more so than what you're betting on. That's why I tell all my friends to go to mybookie.ag. Oh, but my state just approved it. There's a big whatever, or these guys are in the market. Nah, Johnny come latelys. You want to trust them? Trust the bookie I've been working with for years, my bookie. My bookie has been ahead of the game for years now. And why does it matter? Oh, I don't know. Maybe a million reasons. Better lines, better payouts, less rules. You name it. Plus, you get a bonus with me at mybookie.ag. Use promo code Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo. That's promo code ZABE and get your deposit matched halfway up to $1,000. That's a free cash bonus for making your deposit. Use promo code ZABE to claim the offer. You bet, you win, and most importantly, you get paid with mybookie.ag. We're putting the band back together. You were the backbone, the nerve center of a great rhythm and blues band. You can make that live, breathe, and jump again. Well, me and the Lord, we got an understanding. We're on a mission from God. So what happens now? Is the food free or do we pay someone? Of course not. They send you a bill. Yes. He's ready. I don't know about Mick. We'll do it live. We'll do it live. They came to work every day, and there were no day 
The show goes on. Well, he didn't miss a day. I missed a few along the way. This is the last remnants of the great sports reporter show from the Team 980, minus our other accoutrements. But it's me. It's Andy. It's you right now listening in the car or in your earbuds walking the dog. They're just going to have to take it, Andy. They're going to have to say, you know what? This is still good enough. How you doing yeah. on a Sunday morning, my friend? Uh, I'm doing good. And, and, you know, in that open where they say they're putting the band back together, uh, we just had the 45th anniversary of the debut of the Blues Brothers on Saturday Night Live. Oh, so, uh, get out. How did yeah. I miss that? Right, right. Yeah. So, that was a hell of a year. All right, so let's see. 45 years ago, they say putting the band together. Was this wasn't well, the movie? The movie wasn't forty five years ago. It no, was Ackroyd and Belushi right. deciding to actually form a band called the Blues Brothers. Right, but they had debuted on Saturday Night Live, and then a few years later, maybe even two years, you can check the the date on it, but it was like eighty eighty one uh, that they made the movie, The Blues Brothers. But they were called the Blues Brothers when they premiered on Saturday Night Live. Right, and uh, Ackroyd was the lead singer. Mm-hmm. Belushi played harmonica, right? <laughs> I think so. And that was all of their musical contributions to the group, other than wearing black suits with thin black ties, sunglasses, and hats, and dancing really well, right? Right. And they were great comedic actors. Yes. That, that made too, yeah. That, that, you know, I wish this would happen again in today's world i don't know if there's an example recently of uh just actors they're like fuck it we can play music too watch this we're pretty talented and then stand up a band and then have it be turned into a hit movie a cult classic the blues brothers but but at that time a lot of those actors from saturday night live were becoming movie stars i think chevy chase was the first one to do it bill murray did it uh, Ackroyd and Belushi, that was a great launching pad for them. Yeah, really was. And uh, now now if you go from SNL to movies, chances are the movies are going to likely really, really suck. I mean, Chris Kattan got mm-hmm. to make a movie out of that tiny little skit where they bob their heads left and right, <laughs> you know? the what, what, what was that skit called again? Do you remember what I'm talking about? Nah, I know what you're talking about, but no, I don't uh, remember it. <laughs> it was like Weekend at the Roxbury or something like that. So, mm. all right, let's get to it, Andy. It's draft week, and I have here a handy-dandy Zabe's Guide to Drafting Well in the NFL. It's a, well. It's a 10-point plan that is applicable to all 32 NFL teams. Would Move you over like Mel Kiper? Would, wow. <laughs> would you like to hear my 10 nuggets of gold and then offer your commentary on the wisdom of my 10 nuggets of gold? Sure. Okay, sure. <laughs> Do I have a choice? It sounds <laughs> like I'm not going to have a choice. Okay, here we go. Zabe's guide to drafting well in the NFL. Number 1. More is better. Always better. More yes. draft picks. Remember, kids, this is a crapshoot, even for the experts. Right. Uh, Mel Kuyper has said that no one understood the draft better than Bill Walsh, who always loaded up on middle-round picks. And what did Bill Walsh do? Why, he had great success 
in the NFL as a head coach and off his coaching tree, there have been many who've had success, including Andy Reid. So, yeah, absolutely. You get a guy who's good in the third, who should have been taken in the first, and you're stealing money for three seasons, right? More, more. Well, Joe Montana, third round That's pick. true. That's true. But uh, you, after three years is when you can first then readjust a third, like a middle round pick, right? Money-wise, right. that's when you can give them more money. And if they're really good, they're going to start asking for money after that third year. Sure. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, number two, don't obsess about drafting for need. You need two of everything, and one snap of a ligament puts you right back in a position of need. Right. And, and you also, you know, with these guys – Maybe you have a shelf life of two years. Uh, if you're really lucky, it's four years or maybe five. But, yeah, the reality is you're going to be drafting again at that position the following year. All right, number three on my Zabe's Guide to Drafting Well in the NFL. This is draft week. Number three, if you are not 1,000% sure that you have your QB, keep taking them. Don't just right. say, well, we think he's the guy – so we're not going to take another quarterback. The Redskins passed on Justin Herbert because they were still hoping Dwayne Haskins, may he rest in peace, worked out. Bad well, idea. that could have been part of the deal for Ron Rivera to take over, that he would try to make that right. But the, the, what the big change is, is once they establish the rookie salary cap, it's not that expensive to make a mistake at quarterback. So you just move on. You sure. know, once you get get to the fifth-year option, it gets expensive. But if you never reach that, yeah, just draft again. Just jump back in the pool. Number four, Zabe's tr- guide to drafting well in the NFL. Turn off ESPN. You know, <laughs> people say, well, these are professional GMs. They're not going to be influenced by what these talking heads say on TV. Eh, you'd be surprised sometimes. There gets to be this momentum, this fever, this uh, you know sort of bubbling up of, oh, so-and-so is going to be good. And some GMs buy into it. Turn off ESPN. Tip number well, one. Well, you know, also, I don't know if you saw this, but uh, the NFL Network people and the ESPN people are going to cross-pollinate. You know, what? it's just one big, you know. When's this? One big draft thing. Yeah. At the draft? Oh, yeah. They're, the ESPN people are going to go on the NFL Network, and the NFL Network people are oh. going to go on ESPN. I did not know not that. Not for the whole draft, but for part of it. All right. I meant turn off ESPN prior to the draft. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah. During the draft is fine. Number five, Zabe's Guide to Drafting Well in the NFL. The Combine is a waste of time. Show Amen. up for the free shirt, then leave. Mike Mamula, who was the, uh, <laughs> who was the trailblazer for that, worked out specifically – for the workouts that he would have to do or the, the skills competitions that he would have to do. And I think he went in the top six or seven and basically didn't have a career. Number six, it's never a bad idea to shop from the big boys, Georgia, Alabama, Ohio State. If you're torn between two guys, yeah, take the one from the bigger store. Maybe. Um, as far as quarterbacks go, that hasn't always been the case. <laughs> Will C.J. Stroud continue the incredible tradition of Ohio State quarterbacks positively sucking on Sundays? Right. And how about how about Alabama? Kenny Stabler, maybe the, the last great one from there? Um, well, yeah. Tua. 
Tua, but Tua's, Tua's on I his know. way out of the league. Yeah, he's possibly on his way out. Uh, mm-hmm. Number seven, my guide to drafting well in the NFL, lower your fan base's expectations of the draft. Remind them constantly, these are at most seven players out of a squad of 53, and a bunch, and half of them won't really contribute right away. You lower expectations constantly with your fan base so they don't get so ginned up. This is how GMs and coaches get fired. Right, but from a business standpoint, the NFL doesn't want to encourage that. Right. Because this is this is good for business. This this keeps the trash trucks rolling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you convince the fan base that that some tackle that you never heard of is going to be a difference maker right. for your team. And now it's become you know it's a traveling road show. It's in Kansas City this year, for God's sakes. Yeah, I was going to say, did you see the uh, schematic of what they're going to have set up and the size of it and the video boards and everything else? It just no. bog. You should look it up when you get a chance. It's un- it's gonna be the largest footprint the draft has ever ha- had. And I'm just thinking of you know when when the iconic Warren Sapp uh, montage from ESPN was assembled with the Jets picks. Yeah. We're talking about a low ceilinged uh, conference room in the New York City's Waldorf Astoria. Hotel. No, no, War- Warren Sapp was was at the Radio City Music. Hall, oh, it was but, okay. But but, but going prior back to that, to, yeah, yeah. Prior to when ESPN started televising it, yes, it was it was in a ballroom of a hotel, and it started on Tuesday morning at seven thirty. That's the way it was. <laughs> Tuesday morning at seven thirty. Right. Yeah. yeah. That those early clips in that montage, like eighty two, I want to say eighty three, something like that. Uh, the low ceiling in that little ballroom, it made me think you could have been at a hotel. And you could have been walking down the hallway and seen on one of those little uh, movable letter signboards with the felt where you arrange the letters, and it it'll mm-hmm. say it would have said optometrist uh, gathering uh, <laughs> in the in the river room, and then NFL draft Chesapeake room, and you'd well, walk yeah, down the I hall mean- and you'd poke your head into one ballroom and you go, nope, that's not us. Oh, here's the <laughs> NFL draft. Pete Roselle wrote the picks on a chalkboard. (laughs) (laughs) When Chet Simmons went to Roselle and said, we'd like to televise, he said, who's going to watch it? Yeah, that's a funny point. Uh, Number eight, always try to nail your first rounders. You want to draft a guy who ideally is going to play right away and be a starter for let's say five years, anything beyond that, you're getting kind of greedy. It's bonus. But if you can nail your first rounder every year, a guy who plays right away, starts for five years, you're doing good. And you've got less pressure because when they start to analyze you, well, how have his first rounders done? You know, that, that, that gets a lot more attention. Right. And truthfully, with the number of players available, with the number of positions you can choose from, you ought to be able to pick one absent a major injury that yes he can play good job you know you should but the difference between college and pro football is a lot different than you might think i know uh number nine when one of your picks turns out to suck do not delay the inevitable cut bait and move on so don't be pot committed to well he was a first rounder and then Three years later, you're like, shit, this guy still doesn't get it. Cut Jeffrey him and move Akuda. on. 
Jeffrey Akuda. Okay, that was a good example. Third pick right of the there. draft, traded by the Lions for a fifth rounder. Yep. And uh, number ten on my Zabe's guide to drafting well in the National Football League. Number ten. Always let your dog make one pick. It's good <laughs> luck. <laughs> the picture of uh, the 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 picture of Belichick's uh, uh, husky dog. sitting there at the computer at the laptop in his kitchen table remains one of the funniest ass things I can remember when it comes to this thing every year. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, it, it used to be when it was 17 rounds, you might as well once you get down to the bottom. <laughs> right. Although this was, you know, this was in the uh, pandemic year, and I don't right. really think the dog made the pick. But the fact that there was a dog sitting up in front of Belichick's laptop when everyone was drafting at home was yep. absolutely epic. So there you go on that. While we're on the NFL, gambling suspensions have come again, this time wiping out a pretty big chunk of the Detroit Lions. What on earth is going on? How dumb are these players? And is the NFL at all starting to regret their full embrace of evil, evil gambling? No, no. They're 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 interested in money. <laughs> That's why they call it money, money right? And if because... they have to suspend some Lions players because they are dipshits and we're yeah. gambling out of the facility itself. Apparently, that's what Jamison Williams got busted for. It wasn't right. that he bet on the NFL. It's that he bet on other sports from within the NFL's facility, and they could prove it using their IT department, and therefore he you know, violated one of the rules and is out for six games. Right. right. It's like Chris Carter says, you got to have a fall guy. You need somebody else to do your betting. Don't do it yourself. Why are these guys betting anyway? Like they're already multimillionaires. How much are you betting? Why? Well, it's it, well, every time they turn on the radio or TV, somebody's encouraging <laughs> them to use the app. So they do. I guess so. I guess so. Uh, your thoughts on the NFL draft as it presents itself to us. Coming up here in just a couple of days, it's looking like Bryce Young is going 1-1 to Carolina, and then after that, all bets are off. There could be a lot of trades, some movement up near the top because there's some irrational actors up there in the two and three spots, including the Texans, who make no sense whatsoever in anything they are doing. They need a quarterback, but they act like, nah, we're good. Yeah. Well, this is supposed to be one of the worst drafts in recent years, according to Mel. Overall? And, yeah, overall, top okay. to bottom. It's it's weak. And I've also heard because there's only like 15 really coveted players, it's going to be the most volatile draft that we've Ooh. ever had. Ooh. Yeah. Okay, interesting. I'll look forward to watching it. I don't mind watching it. I, I don't yeah. spend a lot of time. Prior to the draft, getting into the uh, rumors about so-and-so, this, that, the other. There's a whole industry that's been stood up because of it. Part of me thinks, as a sports radio host, I'm supposed to track this shit. But I've grown to learn, you know what? I cram the week before to get up to speed on the basics. And then once the players are picked and the trades are made, then I'll, I'll talk about what happened. It's much right. more productive than speculating for two and a half months. Right. And you just you just don't know. I mean, you know, the, the guys that get picked in the fifth round could become stars. And that's, you know, total crapshoot. Yeah. I, I, I can't get worked up about it because I've never heard of the players outside <laughs> of the quarterbacks. I know. Watching any sport is a hell of a lot more exciting when you got a little something something riding on the game. But what happens when the season is over? 
At my bookie, there is no offseason. NFL, NBA, Major League Baseball, NHL, boxing, heck, table tennis, MMA, and more. If they got it, you can bet it. If the games are being played, the line is on the board at my bookie. Just remember, where you bet, though, is every bit as important, if not more so than what you're betting on. That's why I tell all my friends to go to mybookie.ag. Oh, but my state just approved it. There's a big whatever, or these guys are in the market. Nah, Johnny come latelys. You want to trust them? Trust the bookie I've been working with for years, my bookie. My bookie has been ahead of the game for years now. And why does it matter? Oh, I don't know. Maybe a million reasons. Better lines, better payouts, less rules. You name it. Plus, you get a bonus with me at mybookie.ag. Use promo code CHARLIE, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo. That's promo code ZABE. And get your deposit matched halfway up to $1,000. That's a free cash bonus for making your deposit. Use promo code ZABE to claim the offer. You bet, you win, and most importantly, you get paid with mybookie.ag. If 2024 is the year you're jetting off to a new country, or even just want to expand your language skills beyond English, then I urge you to check out Rosetta Stone today. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program for over 30 years. Why? Because it works. Instead of drilling vocabulary words, with Rosetta Stone you learn by matching audio, from native speakers to visuals, reading stories, participating in dialogues, and other practical language skills that fast-track your ability to communicate fluently. Not only is it a more effective way to learn, it's more fun. Rosetta Stone's advanced voice recognition technology gives you feedback on how well you pronounce words. Other language learning apps use speech recognition to detect what you said. Rosetta Stone tells you how well you said it. Rosetta Stone offers 25 languages with lessons available on your computer, phone, or tablet. And with a lifetime membership, you get forever access to all the lessons for all the languages and never pay a renewal fee. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, ZabeCast listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com slash today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash today. You know, we're driven by the search for better. When it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't help you just hire faster. 93% of employers agree. Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. This according to a recent Indeed survey. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash Zabe. Just go to Indeed.com slash Zabe right now and support the show by saying you heard about it right here on this podcast. Indeed.com slash Zabe. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. (laughs) All right, let's switch gears to the NBA. NBA playoffs are getting 
interesting, to say the least. The Bucks fall behind two games to one now to the Miami Heat. They have been without Giannis for two straight games now, and they looked lifeless. And it's not certain that Giannis will be back in time for game number four. That's a huge one right there. Meanwhile, you've got Embiid possibly out for an extended period of time with a knee injury, even though they did dispatch with the Nets. And you've got LeBron and the Lakers taking it to Memphis and Dylan the villain Brooks getting ejected for another nut shot. This is now like the third nut shot we've had so far in this year's playoffs. A lot to chew on here. How do you feel about the NBA postseason? Well, I'm I'm not that interested in it to be honest with you. Um, until they get to the to the maybe the conference finals, I've been watching some. I watched yesterday. Uh, see this this is classic Russell Westbrook. You got the the two stars out for the Clippers, and he has a monster game, and they lose. And that is the story <laughs> of Russell Westbrook. You know, know, he doesn't really need teammates. He he just he just he just plays what he does. And, you know, I mean, the Clippers, they're, they're without, you know, the, the two big stars that they have. Kawhi, Kawhi and Paul George, yes. Yeah, I don't know if they're coming back. Um, so <laughs> Kawhi you know, Leonard he, is always in the shop. He he's is always like, in the shop. And, always and, in the and, shop. And Kevin Durant is like, uh, is like the great pumpkin. He comes out for the playoffs. <laughs> and he's, he's great. And Chris Paul was great yesterday as well. Right. I mean, and, and as far as the, the regular season – and and Adam Silver, I, I guess it doesn't matter because the television contracts are great. The attendance is higher than it's ever been. But the regular season is completely meaningless now. Completely meaningless. They don't play. Guys, guys are hurt the whole year. They come back for the playoffs like Anthony Davis. It just it just doesn't matter. Just get in and yeah. then worry about it later. Yeah, I will say, and I did tweet this. I said, you know, this league when the players give a shit enough about winning and losing. And they're willing to actually punch each other in the giblets and or stomp on each other while they're on the ground. It's a fucking electric product. I mean, these guys go at it hard. You know, I mean, these are incredible athletes. The level of basketball is very high. It's just like you said, for the first 82 games, they don't give a shit. They don't. And it used to be, oh, well, if you're the top seed, you're going to the finals. Not anymore. Doesn't mean anything. Yeah, well, they're also uh, the, the players now are just hurt more. Embiid, Giannis, Ja Morant, uh, Kawhi's always hurt. Anthony Davis is due for an injury. These are the top in amongst the top twenty players in the league, and you can't count on them. Why did the players back in the eighties and early nineties seem to be built of a much stronger material? Or they they have various problems now because they played hurt because they they understood what their responsibility was to the league. They don't feel any responsibility now except to themselves. Oh, so you're and, saying the old school players played through shit and now they're yeah. limping more on the golf course. The late the late great Wes Unseld was was you know a physical wreck in his last years. Died in his his early seventies. Uh, you know he had his ankle fused, uh, his knees were shot. Oof. You know it was. It was, it was, and they, and they, they wore these, these, uh, Chuck Converse sneakers. Chuck Taylors. Yeah. That, that have like no padding. Canvas and they played, high tops. And they played on, on floors that were put over concrete, you know, and they, <laughs> and they played, here's another thing. Okay. The NBA finals 
would wrap up in mid-April. They still played 82 games. They didn't, even, they didn't say, oh, back-to-back, got a rest. They didn't even know what back-to-back was. They just knew they were playing another game the next day. Yeah, and many of them did not fly charter, right? None of them char- flew charter. <laughs> I, 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 remember, I remember doing SMU basketball, 82 or 83, and we're in the airport in Philadelphia. Now, when you do college basketball, it's only, what, 30 games? And sure. when you're in a conference like the Southwest Conference in those days, we only flew maybe 10 times during the season. But we're sitting in the airport in Philadelphia, and I see the Atlanta Hawks come rolling through there at 7 o'clock in the morning. And I'm thinking, oh, my God, these guys are on the road all the time. And and they're just, you know, they're they're lining up at Cinnabon like everybody else. It's crazy. <laughs> the Atlanta Hawks. You're like, hey, there's the Atlanta Hawks of the National yeah. Basketball Association getting ready for their 725 flight on Delta. Yeah, exactly. Unbelievable. Yeah. Um, I, uh, Dylan Brooks ejected last night uh, for a clear nut shot on LeBron. It kills me to have to side with LaFlop on anything. But this after Brooks made a point to cut a wrestling promo on LeBron saying, he's old, I don't respect anybody till they drop 40 on me. Brooks's whole role is to be the villain, is to be a defensive right. stopper. And he's now been kicked out of, I think, six games in his career. He's already had several ejections this year. Is this guy anyone worth appreciating, Dylan Brooks? Well, he's from the Dennis Rodman school of play defense and get Agitate. as much attention for yourself as you can, whether it's good attention or bad attention. doesn't matter. Defend and, defend and agitate. So, yeah. in other words, is can anyone of modest ability – be like Dylan Brooks, yes or no? Well, he's a good defensive player. You've got to have some skills to play defense in the NBA. But okay. but if you forego all offense, and if your team says, yeah, we don't need any offensive contribution, then it's easier to go all out on defense, right? Yeah, it is. But but still, I mean, I, you don't diminish him for his abilities. It's just that, that that's the playbook, the the Dennis Rodman playbook. Get, get under the other guy's skin and see what you can do. Yeah. Uh, you would agree last night was a clear, cheap shot? Oh yeah, yeah, of course. It's like, yeah, I'm reaching for the ball, whap, right yeah. in your nuts. That's yeah. that's how Draymond has become famous and made a lot of money. As a, if he's yeah. on any other team, he he's just another player. Yeah, but yeah. he's got he's got scores, so he can do the other things. So when it comes to the NBA, there's one guy, well, maybe two guys on this private text thread I have who always reach for the NBA is fixed angle. Whenever anything bad happens to the Bucks, you know, like, ah, this is bullshit. I'm not watching. The NBA is fixed. And I pretty much dismiss it because I don't really believe that anymore. I think Silver has less of his thumb on the scale as David Stern once had his thumb on the scale, which never meant the league was fixed. It just meant, well, David Stern had his thumb on the scale. But, but here's what I'm watching out for. We have a storm brewing that could deliver the league which has struggled in ratings, as you mentioned, Andy. Lakers versus Warriors out west. And the Knicks versus the Celtics in the east. Good for business. Yeah, where Where's Dick Bavetta when you need him to, to, to kind of engineer things to make that happen? I'm just saying that wouldn't be the worst outcome for the league. Cut five, yeah. King Charles. Charles Barkley and Gail King are getting their own show on CNN to not talk p- 
politics, they say. They don't want it to be, you know, Democrat, Republican, left, right. They want to talk about how do we fix the problems we have in America. Do you think this show is going to be any good? Let me mention the name Pat Sajak. (laughs) Pat Sajak is great at doing Wheel of Fortune. At one time, he did a late-night talk show. He did? A disaster. Yeah. So. Oh, uh, wow. Yeah, I, I. I think I think Charles is great at what he does, mm-hmm. and Gail King is obviously great at what she does. They've mm-hmm. taken down Good Morning America, but to just throw them in a room together and say, "Well, you're great at what you do. You're great at what you do. Just uh, mix it up and do a TV show. We, we don't really know what it is, but 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 make it happen." No, does, I don't think it's going to work. Does Barkley offer to you refreshing, straightforward opinions about some of the problems in America, or are his ideas very thinly baked? And would fall apart under the least bit of sort of, well, wait a minute. If we do that, what about this? He, he is great on that panel on TNT. He's a great guest when he's on some of these shows like Dan Patrick. Right. But as a host of a show, I mean, we'll see. I, I don't think, you know, Magic Johnson had a show for an hour and a half. Horrible. He's, <laughs> he's okay on these panels. He's right. okay as an interview. So, but yeah. part of the appeal of Barkley is that you know people listen to him whether he talks about you know campaign finance or gun laws or whatever, and you're like, yeah, you know, he, he makes sense. But policy in governance is complicated, it's nerdy, and it's not very sexy. You have to do right. little tiny things that move the needle just a little bit. You can't just go, well, let's just do this and it'll fix everything. Right, and also when he's on these panels. People underestimate the roles of these other people, but he's got the other two players to balance, and right. he's got one of the great hosts in the history of sports television anyway, and Ernie Johnson. And and Ernie can, can rein it back in. He can give him a little bit of rope, all those things. He's not going to have that with Gail King and him. That's it's not going to work that way. Yeah, the, the thing that made me go, okay, this show is doomed no matter what, was the name King Charles. It's <laughs> cutesy, right? King mm. Charles, Gail King, mm. Charles Barkley. Whenever there's a name that's too cute, all I can see and hear is some pinhead suit. Some executive is like, that's great, isn't it? King Charles, <laughs> yeah. That's why we're putting them together. And you have to ask, well, but are they going to be any good together? It doesn't matter. Look at the name, King Charles. Yeah. Right. And it's on CNN. So there, right. there's, They're there's already like in a expect- rating spiral right now, CNN. I know, but, but there's, there's like a... There's like a, a, a an expectation when you turn on the channel that, that you're going to come away smarter. And I'm not sure with those two that you necessarily are. Yeah. Uh, let's see. A couple more before we're done this morning. Alec Baldwin has apparently gotten away with it. Yeah, I don't get it. Are you surprised that yeah. there seems to be two levels of justice in America, those for the rich and famous and those for everybody else? Well, I mean, I, I, I don't believe that when he fired the gun, he thought that it was loaded. But there, there should be there, there should be some type of, of jurisprudence here. It just doesn't seem right that he just, you know, well, you think there should here. be a trial. That's all like they was all lined yeah. up for a trial. And then these new prosecutors that were put in the case, you know, in the last month said, oh, we have new new facts that have come out and we're going to drop the charges. But we're going to. We'll be able to light the case up again if we need to, but we're going to investigate these new facts. My thought was, well, if there's new facts, bring them up at trial, and if they're exonerating facts, then Mr. Baldwin can go free. 
yeah, think it was fucking reckless. Uh, they're still shooting the movie, by the way. I know, I know. That's going to be interesting when that comes out. But I guess it'll get a lot of. <laughs> and 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 there was a clip. There was a picture, a still picture from the set where there's a scene in which Baldwin's pointing a rifle, and he is seen pointing it backwards to mm. ensure the most possible safety whatsoever. Oh my God! Can you not just get somebody who checks the guns, rechecks the guns all the time, all day, every day, to make sure they're not fucking loaded? And, and when he goes to promote the movie, do the PR people say, now, no questions about the shooting? Well, then I don't want him because it's the only thing worth discussing here. Yes. Bed Bath & Beyond has gone bankrupt, Andy. Yeah. yeah. Are well, you sad they, at all? Well, it was, it was inevitable. I mean, Amazon took care of that. Once, once you could get a toaster delivered the same day, it just didn't make any sense. But don't you but, want to look at the toasters and touch the toasters and feel the toasters and press the buttons on the toasters? Yeah, but, you know, I've, I've been in Bed Bath & Beyond, and it's it's really cool. It's a lot of stuff in there. There's rows and rows of stuff, and, and I guess there's a lot of impulse buying, you know, like, sure. a, oh, here's a kumquat slicer. Oh, I guess I need one of those. But, <laughs> you know, it's... It, it, it takes up a lot of real estate. Is, is there you a know? separate slicer for kumquats versus cucumbers versus yeah. other vegetables? I'm sure there is because that's what they they had all gadgets everywhere. I mean, you love those kind of things, so I'm sure it's a sad day for you. Well, but- it's not. It, here's here's the only reason it's sad is that Bed Bath and Beyond was one of the first stops whenever you were moving into a new place, whether it's okay. a new apartment. Or a new house, you know. My wife and I went through Bed Bath and Beyond uh, in our place in our apartment when we lived in Chicago. Same thing for the house in Charlotte, North Carolina. Once again, up in D.C., uh, I even went through Bed Bath and Beyond to you know get some minimal provisions for my apartment here in Milwaukee. So in that regard, there's always an excitement of I'm at Bed Bath and Beyond because I'm starting a new chapter in life in a new place I'm going to live. So yeah, the kumquat slicer, Andy, brings me a little bit of joy. Okay, but but you also then when you move from one place to another, I'm aware. You look at the kumquat slicer and say, "Why the hell did I buy this? I never used it." <laughs> And what's a kumquat anyway? <laughs> Why do no, I even I need to fruit. eat those? Yeah, exactly. All right, uh, final one. Steve Levy of ESPN was unpleasantly surprised the other day when getting breakfast that he was offered a senior discount. Have you ever been unpleasantly surprised because people take one look at you and you're like, do you want the senior discount? No, I, I, in fact, I don't know if I've ever been offered it, uh, but it wouldn't it wouldn't upset me. I'm going to be 65, and and Levy, who's in television, made a decision some years ago to stop coloring his hair. So once he did that, he was subject to that. So you know, live with it, pal. When did you stop coloring your hair? I never colored my hair, but he did, and uh, he I, I actually he came in to WFAN right out of college. And uh, he had himself a little bit of an ego, I must say. But uh, he's had a hell of a career. Really amazing. Solid, uh, yeah. He's been a a plugger, a a, a real surviving plugger of a guy who, you know, there's some ESPN layoffs coming, they say. I know. He's not going to be one of them. You know, I I admire this, that he he did Monday Night Football for two years and was, was solid. There wasn't anything wrong with him. And, uh, of course, they had to go out and spend a gazillion dollars before right. they now fire everybody. So they bring in Buck and Aikman. And uh, he didn't complain a bit. 
you know, I, I give him credit for that. Went back to doing hockey, does college football. So, you know, I, it, it's not like he ever acted like a big star there. I, I, I admire that. Yeah, I think like Joe Tessitore, who briefly had that seat, I think for uh, who else before him had it briefly, and uh, McDonough. McDonough, yeah. Tessator, Levy, these guys know. They're like, look, I'm going to ride this as long as I can, but I am not going to be Al Michaels here and retire at 75 as the voice of Monday Night Football. Yeah, well, McDonough had already, you know, McDonough at one point, uh, CBS had baseball. Yeah. He was the lead guy, and they only had it for a couple of years. And they, and then, uh, you know, but he's, he's had a really great career, too. He's, uh, I like you know, McDonough. He's- McDonough, as I say, is a cup of coffee black, no cream, no yeah. sugar. And I'm fine with that flavor. Uh, it's very yeah. much right to the point, nuts and bolts, but it's a good solid listen when it comes to play-by-play. So I agree. I there agree. you go. All right, Andy. Um, here we are, draft week. Who are the Redskins going to take? I want a prediction for me right now. The Commanders. Oh, I the Commanders. Some, some defensive back that I never heard of. Or, uh, you know, I mean, here's, here's the thing. Here's the interesting thing. Ron Rivera is going in. He's got two more years left on his contract. If he doesn't, you know, make the playoffs and win a playoff game, he knows he's going to be fired. Do they trade draft picks to get veteran players so they can be as good as they can possibly be next year? I don't know. Yeah. By the way, I just realized I did not post game with you the incredible interview by Brian Davis on the Junkies. I talked about it on this podcast Thursday and Friday of last week, so I don't want to bludgeon our listeners, my listeners, with more of it. But remind me next week to put a quarter in your jukebox on that because it was a doozy, wasn't it? Yeah, and I, look, you asked me about him last week, and what did I tell you? I said, if he's worth $50 billion, he's the quietest billionaire in the world because we hear about these guys. Right. You see the cars he's driving, the jets he's flying, the mansions he's living in. None yeah, of that. Sure. All right. Yeah. Very good, Andy. We'll talk next week. Thank you, buddy. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Watching any sport is a hell of a lot more exciting when you got a little something-something riding on the game. But what happens when the season is over? At my bookie, there is no off-season. NFL, NBA, Major League Baseball, NHL, boxing, heck, table tennis, MMA, and more. If they got it, you can bet it. If the games are being played, the line is on the board at my bookie. Just remember, where you bet, though, is every bit as important, if not more so than what you're betting on. That's why I tell all my friends to go to mybookie.ag. Oh, but my state just approved it. There's a big whatever, or these guys are in the market. Nah, Johnny come latelys. You want to trust them? Trust the bookie I've been working with for years, my bookie. My bookie has been ahead of the game for years now. And why does it matter? Oh, I don't know, maybe a million reasons. Better lines, better payouts, less rules, you name it. Plus, you get a bonus with me at mybookie.ag. Use promo code CHARLIE, ZULU, Alpha, Bravo, Echo. That's promo code ZABE. And get your deposit matched halfway up to $1,000. 
That's a free cash bonus for making your deposit. Use promo code ZABE to claim the offer. You bet, you win, and most importantly, you get paid with mybookie.ag.